All right. All right. After five weeks, welcome oh back. Oh, cheers. cheers! 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 Here we go. Cheers! Yay! Season two. Mm. <laughs> oh, snap biscuits! That was good. Ooh. Oh my! Oh, sorry, that was rude. Ooh, girl. All right, hey, Andy, you ready to start the show? Ready to start the show. We recorded December 30th for our 20th uh, Slashy Award extravaganza. Right, right the holiday slash extravaganza, and then we posted that right after New Year's Day, uh, and then we took a break. I know, and this is the first... I'm enjoying with not only you, Andy, our friends listening yeah. in. Yes, welcome, welcome aboard, Yeah, everybody. welcome. We're glad that we missed you. Uh, enjoying a beer with you, that's what I was getting at. I haven't had a beer in five weeks, so this is fun. That's true. Um, class is back, and we're back with you. Got Season a- 2, episode 21... <laughs> season it's two, episode twenty-one overall. Uh, season yeah. two, season yep. two, episode twenty-one, which is we thought it would be a good kickoff for yeah. our new year. We watched and a new year. It is yeah, New Year's Evil. New Year's Evil, nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. Well, Eight. we're slash you for those of you just joining us in season two. I'm Andy. I'm Nick, and we uh, we're going to take you through some campy ass uh, slasher horror movies, usually made between the years nineteen seventy-seven and nineteen eighty-eight. A golden era of these campy classics. The best era. There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of bad stuff. So bad it's good. And we go over all of it. We're going to spoil the whole movie today. Yes, don't. Yeah, if you, if you don't want to know yeah. what happens, which New Year's Eve, I'm pretty sure most of you have seen. But if not, yeah. hit stop now. Go watch it. Come back. Or listen to us and then go watch it. 1980, directed by uh, Emmett Alston. That's what I wrote down anyway. Yeah. Emmett Alston. He actually made a cameo appearance like uh, Alfred Hitchcock did in this movie. Oh, he did? The cameraman. Uh, at the, oh, there you the, go. At the, da- at the New at the show. mosh pit, whatever. <laughs> oh, we'll we'll get into that shit. All of it, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to, uh, general format of the show, for those of you just joining us for the first time, go back and listen to season one. We haven't put it behind a paywall yet. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> At some point, we might. I don't know. Uh, what's new in season two? So far, not much. We've we've done some work on the website. Website slash you podcast yeah. dot com. Going to continue to build on that. And but as far as that goes, uh, we've we've got a new setup here. Nick and I are facing each other. We can look into each other's eyes. We're we're not at the end. We're not we're not sitting on the same side of the table like uh, the Last Supper. We're now yes. sitting across from each other. <laughs> I know we need a we need that Madman Mars soundtrack. That whirlpool scene. I feel like I'm in right now. Yeah, and um and yeah, we're just gonna kind of get back in the swing of it. So New Year's Evil. Oh, before we do start though, Andy, I want to mention. Oh uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, stay tuned. Or mm-hmm. fast forward. I don't know what you want to do. Yeah. We're hooking up with uh, those guys from uh, the film Have Eyes. The films Have Eyes. We're hooking up with them? Uh, yes. Pinky. Yes. Nice. It's going to be uh, very sensual. Um, <laughs> no, but we're, uh, stay tuned for a giveaway. I want to give shout-outs to those guys. Oh, and okay. we're going to talk about a giveaway we're doing for ah. next week uh, that I'll definitely dive into more at the end of our show. So, okay. for those of you who don't know, we're going to start off with New Year's Evil here, of course. And Evil. it's going to be... Andy's Cliff Kill Notes. Cliff Kill Notes. Pew, pew, pew. 
sponsored by D's Nuts. D's Nuts. We don't have a sponsor yet, but we'll get one. Um, normally, let me explain to the, uh, give you a peek behind the scenes. I have a notebook with all the notes from all the movies we've watched so far, and for every movie, I try to just do two pages of notes. Yep. You know, a front, back, single space, and there's usually room for my Cliff Kill summary. Today there wasn't, so it's gonna be off the top of my head, but. I think it'll still be just fine. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I dig it. All these notes are other notes that I made about the movie. Well, I don't want to be a dick, but if it's not good, I'm going to tell you. That's fine. Okay. So it's New Year's Eve. I've missed you, by the way. Thank you. I've missed you, too. This movie takes place in Los Angeles, which is important because we get into time zones. So it's New Year's Eve, and the story centers around Blaze, or her name's Diane Diane. Sullivan. Yep. She's a what famous sort of dj slash actress she's, she's a popular music she's person a, she's a 50 year old karen that hosts a punk rock show yeah, right you know? like, right i and mean we'll get into that like i have some problems with yeah that. so they are uh her her station or or whatever is uh doing a a show in the vein of like a new year's rock and eve yep right it's at the top floor of a hotel and uh with a, a live audience there and some bands and they are simulcasting on the radio and, and tv which means simultaneous broadcasting, simulcasting. And sure. they are going to be celebrating, ringing in the new year uh, across the eastern time zone, central time zone, mountain time zone, and then capping it off Pacific. Pacific. Which for, is where they are located. Which they're in Hollywood. So yeah. respectfully, they're going to do it in New York City. Right. Chicago. Right. And Aspen. Aspen, Colorado. Aspen. Uh, Aspen. So, uh, but Diane, uh, a.k.a. Blaze, the host of the show, gets a strange phone call while she's on the air. Yes, she does. A weird guy using a voice modulator yes. who's threatening to kill people at the stroke of midnight. And he's going to do it at the stroke of midnight across each, each of time. these time zones. Okay, which he didn't do. Okay, spoilers. Uh, well, yeah. Mountain time. He didn't make it. And, we'll, and no we'll, one says anything. <laughs> well, we'll talk about why. Okay. But, well, uh, so that's kind of the setup for the movie, honestly. I mean, there's uh, the other characters. We have Diane Sullivan as our main character. Uh, Richard Sullivan plays her husband. Derek Sullivan plays her son, who's a weirdo. Um, <laughs> Ernie, yeah, er, Ernie is her manager, agent, manager. Uh, Yvonne. Cocaine I- Ernie. Yeah, Yvonne, Yvonne, I think, is her assistant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's Lieutenant Clayton and Sergeant Green, our two main police uh, uh, guys, and then there's some other ancillary characters who end up just being cannon fodder for our killer. Yeah, uh, and that's that's kind of it. That so is it. They're trying to solve the mystery, catch this guy as he's killing people on the hour. I'm gonna be honest with you. I knew who the killer was right away. You did? Yes. There wasn't even a question about well, it. I was like, yeah, that know. was uh, it. Was interesting. Cheryl and I were watching it. My fiance Cheryl and I were watching, it, and uh, when uh, Derek Sullivan, uh, Diane's son, first entered the scene. We both simultaneously said, he's the killer. Because we thought this was going to be one of those where you don't know who the killer is until near the end of the movie. But then they end up showing you you know, the guy doing the killing. Yeah, they don't hide him. They're like, this is the guy. There's the no thing mask. You, the thing you don't know is his relation to everyone else until that's, near the end. But you could guess it, But I that's the problem I had. There's really no backstory. There's yeah. a little bit when he talks about it towards the end, but there's no backstory with this killer. Right. So... Again, what I, what pissed me off about this movie, though, is this is set in the 80s, early 80s, 80 movie was made. Yeah. We're talking about punks, new wave. Yeah. Music, how they portray the punks. How, like, for some reason, Return of the Living Dead did the same thing, too. The zombie movie with those punks that like to hang out in the fucking cemetery. Okay. And their portrayal of punk music, it's like watching Return of the Living Dead. It's, you know, with this movie, it's like Hollywood exploits punks 
to be a mix between like neo Nazis and the Rocky Horror fucking picture show. Right. It's like we're bad. You know, like they flip off people. They they you know they yeah they it, hate the police. Yeah, and it, any members of authority. But yeah. the intro scene of the movie it shows a lot of them, chains, a lot of leather, yeah, a lot of piercings. Pens. Yeah. And what's so funny is these kids look like they're fucking J Crew models, but they just put a fucking jacket on them and some horrible makeup and a fake safety pin through their 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 mouth and so yeah. when these punks there's the, it's the intro to the movie these punks are in a car yep. they're spitting at other cars yep. and you know it's rock music playing, yeah punk, it's, punk music and, you know and they're just like grabbing each other's hair and you know sticking yeah. each other's tongue down their throat <laughs> it's new year's eve we're partying they pull up to the hotel where the cop is sitting like tickets can i get some tickets please and like you know the fucking douchebag with the yeah. you know makeup on like pulls out a a switchblade, but yeah, it's a comb. Comb and he just ching right nowadays, in the face. Nowadays, he would have been shot. Oh, that cop would have pinned him to the ground and beaten him. I, I yeah. just, you know, because I enjoy <laughs> it. It's, it's like I, the whole time, and so this portray. This is going throughout <clears throat> the whole movie. Yep. The the idea of what the, which which I will I have I wanted to bring that point up now in the beginning of our podcast because as we dive into this movie more, it is centered around Blaze, yep. this forty year old woman who yep. somehow appeals to kids in their twenties. She's a mom of a twenty year old. I mean, it's just yeah. like yeah, her son was like the same demo as all the yes. kids in the audience. Yeah. But and um, she's like and she's like, hey everybody. Yeah. So let's dive I just wanted to She's like a shock jock. Hey, yeah. it's me Blaze. So you know, and so Blaze <laughs> is getting ready for the show. Yep. Ernie, Cokehead Coke Ernie, uh, her, her manager. manager yeah. is getting nervous. So the one of the greatest lines starts off, Hey Ernie, drop a lewd and relax. Yeah. We have lewds in here. They want some quaaludes. Yay. Quaaludes. Um uh Yvonne is her assistant, right? Mm-hmm. Did so you, you notice that Yvonne is the one and only black character in the movie? And, and the one and only one to die. And she dies in the first ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> There was another the black character Lisa the he was a liquor store he was a clerk at the mm. liquor store which was a weird interaction yeah he had like one line yeah and it was, yeah you we'll have get a to good that. day yeah. and then there was also the drunk guy at the disco when he walks into the disco which sure. I know we're jumping but he's like trying to put his hat on like so Yvonne had that great hair like that yeah. that you know that Bo Derek culturally appropriated in ten <laughs> with the the braids be- braids with beads Rick in James it. did it yep it was yep. Yvonne should have had more yeah I. I felt nothing when she got killed because I knew her for a minute and a half and she had a handful of speaking lines and I was like, I feel no connection to this character and now she's getting iced. You know, I was like, whatever. But uh, that's how the movie starts. They're getting ready to do the show. Diane and uh, her agent, you know, pressuring her to get moving. She's like, call Yvonne. Call, call Yvonne's room. They're in a hotel. So she's in her hotel room getting ready, her suite getting ready. Call Yvonne's room. I wanted to do blah, blah, blah with the press releases or something. And they call her up. And Yvonne, of course, is getting ready. And there's uh, her, the faucet in her bathroom yeah. was dripping. And she's just like, ugh. And turns the turns, but then, and, But then, like, the door yeah. of her room creaks open. Uh, and she goes and uh, looks out in the hallway because she hears it creaking. And she catches, I don't know if you, I noticed this on my second watch, she catches um, Diane's son. It's Derek. He's walking down the hall and he's just going around the corner. He had that bouquet of flowers. Oh, I didn't notice that. It was that. Derek. It was Derek. It was Di- Diane's son. He was just the weirdo. Going, the weirdo. He was just going around the corner. And she goes back into her room and she's like, that's strange. You know, I could have sworn... My door was open. I wonder why. And her <laughs> I, faucet's back running again, yeah. dripping again. What did, did, did fucking the killer come in with a, a knife in his mouth and scoop by her when the door was open? I like, have no idea. I just pictured this guy yeah. scooting by her. But a, 
a he, ninja, but... He's in the shower. Yeah, he kills her. He, he just grabs her from behind, and, and we assume just stabs her to de- stabs her to death in the shower. And that's uh, when the intro starts. After it's she a does. cold open, yeah. Yeah, it's a cold open, that's yeah. The, there's all that prior to the opening music and opening credits of the movie. It's pretty yeah. sweet. Love and, a good cold open. Yeah, it much is Much like we did here in today's episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, a dan- that was me and my wife having our first drink in five weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of us, I think. Cheryl was there, too. I don't know if you get to hear her. It's good stuff. You know, so what I did think was fun about this show, though, in the intro, I did like the music. This band, Shadow. Yeah. It's like they they put it together so well like this uh it's like a live concert thing. yeah yeah it's yeah. called hollywood hotline yeah that was the other question i had for you is this like a fundraiser because no, they had a no, desk they... of phones up on yeah, the stage no, because they're trying to figure out the best new wave song of the year oh. so if you notice that one girl calls in and it's referenced to of course yeah. she's like i like i like that song the kids don't need no education. We don't need no education. Yeah, yeah so yeah. she, of course, they're talking about Pink, Pink Floyd, Floyd, the wall. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of a funny nod. I don't know why <laughs> they couldn't say, the girl couldn't say, I want to nominate the wall. And would that really be considered new wave? I don't know. But uh, I don't know either. But uh, Shadow uh, kind of gets in. So we're at the show after Yvonne is dead. Wait, we forget, though, Derek came to say hi Yeah, as well. there's a little Sorry. intro of Derek. Derek uh, is Diane's son. He walks in with a bouquet of roses. You know, hey, Mom. And he's, he's probably just wishing her luck on her show. But then he... She's a dick to him. Yeah, she's a neglectful mother. Throughout the whole show. And I think that that is a deeper theme in this movie between um, the killer and Derek, honestly, is that Yvonne is a... Doesn't she's wrapped up in her own world, and she obviously doesn't pay attention to her son. Well, maybe she's also flirtatious, and maybe she's having an affair with Cocaine Ernie. I mean, Ugh, who knows? Cocaine Ernie is disgusting. Drop a lewd. And drop relax. a lewd, Ernie. Drop a lewd. I thought she said drop a load and relax. Like go take, <laughs> go take a poop, and maybe you'll mellow out. Randy, come on, man. Well, it works for this me. This is the my '80s. Friend. This is slash you. That's true, I guess. Um, <laughs> They're doing lewds, but because yeah. real quick though, jumping back, her son <laughs> brings a. a, a a bouquet of roses for her. Right. She doesn't seem too stoked on it. He's trying to tell her about some good news. He's like, Mom, I got some good news. And, yep. and usually when someone says that to you, like, hey, Andy, I got some good news. And you're like, yeah, what? Right. She's you, like, you engage yes. in their conversation. She just yeah. looks at him and goes, that's nice. Continues right. getting ready for her show because right. it's all about mom. Yep. But he's trying to tell her that he made it, he's trying to make it as an actor. And he got on, uh, he's on a role. He got a, a pretty good role on a show they're filming mm-hmm. uh, called Spaceship America. Mm-hmm. And mom doesn't give a nope. Fuck. That's the thing too uh, that he's real proud of, uh, which we find out later. Later, yeah. He auditioned without using her uh, as an influence. I guess know? everyone knows Blaze, right? Apparently, she's very famous. So the fact that he Punk auditioned, milk. he auditioned and got this part without using her name is a big deal, uh, which I think is good. It's true nowadays in Hollywood. You have a lot of uh, children of various actors who make it because their parents were an actor, and this guy didn't didn't have to do that so it was good you know who else did really was carrot top uh he he made it on his own without his uh sure without Without his his parents uh, yeah yeah no his dad was top hat oh so stupid. I, <laughs> I'll cut that out. No, don't. I'm just kidding. Hey, but real quick, getting to it, they, they we, yeah. we find out like they reference Derek. Yes, yeah. Derek's dad, and he's all fucking getting loaded up at the club in Paul Springs. Paul Springs. Yeah. Um, that uh, was something Yvonne mentioned before she got greased. Yeah, she like he's just, getting coked up. Yeah, he sounded like he'd started the party early. Yeah, so. at the club in Paul Springs. So we're just to assume that Derek's he's, dad, yeah. Blaze's husband, Richard Sullivan, Richard Sullivan is up in uh, Palm Springs, fucking getting loaded with hookers and either, coke. Either blow or booze. And that's when we first the mom says, "What about your headaches, Derek? Are they okay?" 
Yeah, Derek's got some um, head problems, yeah. mental illness problems. So the manager, Cocaine Ernie, pushes... We're late, uh, we're late, let's go. Yeah, Yeah. let's go, leave your son alone. So we're at the show, uh, Hollywood Hotline. The, 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 the celebration is called New Year's Evil, because mm-hmm. uh, Blaze is like, get it out of your system, so we're going to call it New Year's Evil. Um, and we're going to do three different time zones, Eastern Central Mountain. Again, you know, here's a... Uh, I mean... Look at me. I mean, Blaze is my age, and she's up there fucking partying with these young kids. I just think it's hilarious. Honestly, I think that would be a really cool party uh, to ring in the new year. With your mom? Essentially. No, but just (laughs) (laughs) four different times. The countdown... To do the countdown four different times, I think yeah. it would be a blast. Because for them in in L.A., it's nine o'clock. You know, it's midnight on the East Coast, and then um, yeah, and then ten o'clock four is hours. midnight in the Central Time, and eleven o'clock is midnight in Mountain Time, and then they're in L.A. for the the last one, midnight in L.A. You just get blitzed, get loaded for every all, time. But every that's time. the thing. There's really, I mean, <laughs> this this is just a it's a small party. Yeah. There's a stage with the phone, like four people taking phone calls. Yeah. There's a stage for the band. There's yeah. two bands featured: uh, Shadow and Made in Japan. Yep. Um, and they're trying to figure out the uh, new wave hit of the year, and that's when we hear the girl say "No education," but then she, you know, in the reference to the wall, and mm-hmm. then she answers another call when everything is now quiet. Like, so everyone's like, "Shh." Diane's on the phone. Fu- Blaze is on the phone. Everyone yeah. shut Everybody up for the band and all the fucking looted up punks. And Maybe coke. they're in a commercial break. I don't yeah, know. But they're just sitting there. But yeah. she's like, hey, this is where we met, meet Evil. Evil. I have a question. What Were these calls that she was taking, as she's the host of this show, are these calls going out on the air? It, yes. That's a great question. Yeah. And here's why. It shows Derek, her son, reacting to a phone call later in one of the kills. Right, because to, to to those who haven't seen New Year's Evil, mm-hmm. Evil is his name, and as Andy said earlier, he's got this weird voice thing in his throat. He sounds like the bad guy on GI Joe. Yeah, Cobra Khan. Yeah, he's got a um, modulator thing. Yeah, he's talking and to. Uh, he tells Blaze he's gonna kill people at midnight. So uh, people, and it's what's interesting. He says it's people that you know, someone close to you. Yeah, never plays out in the movie. Never. I don't stupid. understand it. I mean, I understand one kill. Well. Maybe his intent was to kill other people leading up to someone close to her. Well, he says he's going to get her, but but he tells Blaze he's going to kill people at midnight. Someone you know, someone close to you. And he he doesn't. He doesn't deliver, so he's a lousy killer. (laughs) Does he? He doesn't kill anybody that's close to her, except for Yvonne. I could argue the first one. Yeah, Yvonne Yvonne is her assistant. But also, we find... find, I, I could connect another one when we do our kill count. Okay, okay. So we this is when we met Evil, but yeah. we find out who he is right away. Yeah, you see him. Yeah, right there's there. no mask. There's no, no there's no like, guess who the killer is. It's a dude. He's a, a good looking dude. He's a rather handsome man. Like you know, he's like very a, charming. Yeah, like a what's that dude? Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was hot. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> and Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Yeah, I wanted to. Oh, who's the actor? I'm sorry, I should have. He this. was he was on I'm, a lot of uh, seventy a lot of seventies and eighties uh, shows like Chips and uh, right. The heart actor to heart. is Kip Niven. Yeah, he actually just Niven. recently passed away. Yeah, uh, due to a heart attack in Kansas City. Died May sixth, two thousand nineteen. Yeah, um, he he was. He, I thought he was great in this role. Uh, and not, and quick note: 
Andy and I both enjoyed this movie. Um, yeah. I thought it was interesting. I thought the soundtrack was actually really good too. Yep. Uh, it. I know it sounds, but it was fun. The music was fun, and we'll get into that a little later too. But we meet Evil. Right. And he is gonna. He, he's a good looking guy. He has a jam box because we figure out he's gonna record some. The so, audio. He's the gonna audio record the audio of him of killing. every kill. Yeah. So and he's bla- gonna play it back for Blaze. To yeah. Bla- yeah. Blaze freaks out. So then we meet the band Shadow, and they uh, they sing the song New Year's Evil, and. Uh, do you have it? Are you going to play it for us? Or? No, I'm going to sing it. Oh, okay. Um, I, I, <laughs> I I think it's important to... Uh, well, I mean... The, the other thing I wanted to ask you, too, do you feel like the music in this movie was used for uh, filler a little bit? Well, <laughs> <laughs> again, portrayals of punk new wave, they just sit there and they don't, Grunge. you know, a mosh pit, but this mosh pit yeah. wasn't even... It was more like they were just all on lewds yeah. just bumping into each other and yeah, then even looked... during the slow songs you could hear their feet shuffling right and jody and i my <laughs> wife and i were laughing because you know and it's like even during a blue they play a blue song later in the movie and it's like yeah. Yeah, and so instead cool of just blues. like you know snapping Jazz. along yeah but they're just they're just uh, shambling around yeah, the, uh, yeah. this is so it's worth watching the movie just alone for, for that the mosh pits do you remember uh <laughs> do you remember um Saturday Night Live with Will Ferrell playing Janet Reno, Janice Reno, oh, yeah, Janet sure. Reno's dance party. Yeah. No mosh pits. Yeah. It made me think of that, and I, I kept wanting to say, no mosh pits. <laughs> um, and also, I wanted to comment on Derek, her son. Can we bring back that look where you wear uh, a shirt tie and a sport coat, but roll the sleeves up on yes. a sport coat? I, we need to bring that look back. That's not a bad look. What the hell's wrong with doing that? I, I routinely, not routinely, because I've been COVID locked down, but yes. when, when I did wear a shirt and tie it for my job, put on the occasional sport coat, I would love to roll up the sleeves and look hip as hell. I think that would be great. I think a lot, those haircuts too, Andy. The we haircuts, we yeah. saw it in, um, oh shit, fi- uh, final exam uh-huh. uh, with those those wavy, beautiful men's haircuts. Oh, like the killer? No, no. Derek the- or... Yeah, no, in the killer. Yes, yeah. that wavy cocaine haircut. Oh, his hair looked great. They, they, it's that. Yeah, it's just waves. I remember when I was a kid, I wanted that. But we also saw a movie. It was our second. It was the movie Final Exam, the one we hated the most? But yeah. it was that guy who looked like Marky Mark from Boogie Nights. Mm. They got that cocaine hair. Yep, cocaine it's, hair. It's just you know, if, if you have that haircut, you're gonna you're gonna be able to go up to someone and say, Hey, can I get a bump? Because if they have hair like that, that you know they're holding cocaine. They're gonna trust you. So um. um Continuing. We, yes, continuing. Sorry. Uh, so much like the music in this movie, we just filled some time for no good reason. Um, <laughs> so our killer is at Crawford Sanitarium, another asylum, an Yay! asylum, and he uh, he manages to sneak past the dude who's taking out the trash and sneak into the sanitarium. We have a, another stereotypical portrayal of mental illness. My note, I you even asked it. Andy. I did, yeah. oh, but I brought it up for you because all, all the patients in the asylum, <laughs> in the sanitarium, they're watching. They're watching Blaze's TV show, the 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 show that is center center of this movie. They're watching it on a TV in the common area, and they're all, of course, in gowns, <laughs> and they're all doing the yeah. dancing around like. It's uh, it's a very uh, unappealing portrayal of mental illness. I don't like it either. I don't like when they but do they this. But they did it. They did it throughout the eighties, the nineties. How they yeah. doing it fucking recently? I mean, it's there's a guy with a toy that's uh, spinning around in circles on a table, and and another dude at eye level with the table watching it, and then he takes a shoe and smashes it, and they're like, ah, and, I, and, and during this whole time, the 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 hot nurses in those hot nurse outfits, yeah, 
I mean, those are hot fucking outfits. They it's are. The, it's like nowadays it would be in the in the costume store as hot nurse. Yeah. It was and a little too small because her button was strained yeah. to stay closed. Yeah, the, yeah. But they're just laughing at him. Yeah. Yeah, they're just laughing at him. So they're, they're enjoying the music by Shadow. Yeah. Well, you're letting the, the patients enjoy the New Year's Eve celebration. They're all dancing around. And later they give them all the blowy horns, the party, party, <laughs> uh, party things in their mouths and put little party hats on their head for the for the midnight countdown but yeah it just it it makes me uncomfortable yeah no i, I mean i understand but there's a lot of things that can make you know we're 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 with the movies that we love andy and yeah. the and the specific genre that we speak yeah sp- uh speak to yeah we're gonna find things that make us uncomfortable yeah. like you know especially you deliver it sexism well we racism we find out later that this this killer at one point was a patient. That's what I'm saying. Sanitarium. So, so how come he doesn't act like that, Nick? How come he's a perfectly le- intelligent speaking person? How I come think he because he... Why isn't he like the, the other patients? Meds? Yeah. Ludes? Yeah. Ludes? I don't know. Cocaine. Let's just mm-hmm. put it. It's a simple answer, Andy. Yeah. Cocaine. So, a nurse um, skips out of the room. Jane. Jane, Jane she skips out name? Uh, she's yes. She's just walking nurse. down the hall in her hot nurse outfit, and she bumps into our mysterious man, uh, dressed as an orderly. Dressed as an orderly. Uh, it's got that beautiful cocaine hair, yep. and he's got a jam box. Yeah, that we know he's recording. Yeah, look, he he claims that he's been hired as temporary help. Yes. at the at the sanitarium, and she's like, oh, we could use it. And I see you brought. You brought your uh, music. You you come well equipped. What is, yeah. you know what she says? Oh, and he says, "I always come well equipped." And she's, she's like, like, "I'm sure you I'm do. I'm sure you do." This nurse, I'm not slut shaming, but she she uh, gives it up real easily. He pulls guy. out. He's like, "Hey, before we start back on our uh, shift, yeah, I got, I got some, some champagne. Champagne, yeah. Let's go have a drink. So they, they don't even know each other's names. And no. she's like, "I'm down." She's yeah, like, "Fuck yeah, it's New it. Year's. It's New Year's Eve. Let's go fucking party Again, it down. Let your freak flag fly. Go yeah. ahead, but it's a little dangerous if you just met a man 90 seconds ago and you're ready to jump his bones. It's a little dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> he's. Uh, it's funny because he pulls out the champagne, and that's when we find out he's the killer. Because he pulls oh, out yeah. the knife. He's in the room pouring some champagne. They start making out. She's usually she's like, I usually don't fucking do this, but tonight I will. And he's grabbing booby. Yep. So um, at the stroke of midnight we hear on the East countdown. Coast, yeah, we, we hear, hear the, the countdown, countdown in New York City. He hits record. And uh, he stabs her. Pulls out the knife, records it, stabs her. Yeah. Um, we, we just have a shot of his hand. Yeah, and this, into this the movie frame. is not gory. Uh, there it's, is not. It, yeah, his hand uh, uh, strikes downward. There's no mutilator. And as his hand strikes downward over and over again, it gets bloodier and bloodier. So, which is kind of cool. Yeah, uh, it leaves it to the imagination. You know, I, I fully agree. I think this uh, director was really uh, pro Hitchcock, even like with his little yeah um, cameo in the movie. So we know he's a killer. Yep. Um, and now the band Shadow is playing again, like what we brought up earlier, an old muddy water song, and the audience is moving like fucking zombies. They're like, Duh! like they can't like dance. the patients in this sanitarium. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot of difference. There between... isn't. I mean, it, no mosh pits. You could have put those punks and those like. I mean, how the '80s, how this director portrayed eight, you know, punks are new wave. Yeah. Like again, is it punk or grunge? What's the difference? Grunge. I is... don't know because I'm square. <laughs> oh, you really? I, punk, punk and grunge. Punk. I know we're different. Movements. People that call Blink One Eighty Two punk should be uh-huh. smacked in the face. Oh, okay. Punk is a genre that I think really kind of went from. The, Give me examples. Or, punk. Uh, minor Threat. Okay. Bad Brains. Okay. Uh, fuck. I mean, no. Give me examples like, that I would know. 
<laughs> well, I mean, the Ramones kind of were considered like a... I know them. A yes. kind of a... You know, they, they kind of... Got you it. You know, and the Clash kind of... Sure. But the Clash also brought a lot of ska music and a lot of reggae music tones. They're okay. Breton, like they... I got a C in history of rock and roll. <laughs> Fine arts credit. At I think one of my University. favorite punk bands is Seven Seconds. So, okay. Um, and then grunge was more, more like, like yeah, that's kind of the Seattle area. That come later. The sub pop, Nirvana. That came later uh, in yeah, the 80s Mother Love Bones. Yeah, it was kind of more that guitar garbage. heavy. Yeah, garbage. Are, is garbage a grunge? No. no, I don't fucking know, man. I look like I'm a huge Weird Al fan. Get off my kid. <laughs> uh, oh shit! I was kind of hip hop. Get off my get off my case. <laughs> I'm a. <laughs> Oh shit, that was funny. Yeah. I don't la, even la, know. La, la, lasagna. I don't even know. It was one of the first albums I bought when I was a kid. Uh, Big Allen 3D. Okay. Um. So moving on, we introduced Lieutenant Clayton and Sergeant Green. Yeah, the cops come to the show, yeah. but they don't want to help because they think everyone's freaks. So. Right. Well, Lieutenant Green has, or Lieutenant Clayton has his, uh, you know. You people created this problem, and yes. now you, you want us to solve it. Uh, yeah. He, he kind of dismisses it as, you know, you're all a bunch of crazies, yeah, like so of he's course like, a crazy dude's he, calling you. He says to the sergeant, how are we going to fucking find a phone freak in, in a... Like, yeah, in we're a, surrounded by freaks. In a mosh pit full yeah, of freaks. Look at them out there. I mean, <laughs> this whole crowd is freaks. And he's, of course, referring to, the, you know, they got eyeshadow and leather and piercings and chains, and they're all freaks. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was the worst portrayal. The cop, by the way, Lieutenant Clayton, played by an actor named Chris Wallace. Yeah. Not the Chris Wallace from Fox News Channel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Well, I d- just to say, I thought it was funny his name's Chris Wallace. Well, I don't know if you remember a little show called Happy Days. I do. And it had a actor, uh, Harry... Henry Winkler? Henry Winkler, Henry who Winkler. played the Fonz. Yep, of course. The Fonz was on the show, and the Fonz, Henry Winkler, went also to go in and to star, to star into the movie Scream. Sure. Everyone that listens to this podcast is definitely a big fan of that movie. We kind sure. of touched on it with our girls. Yeah, the, the Halloween episode, yeah. So the main star of this, Roz Kelly, mm-hmm. her big claim to fame was playing uh, Pinky Tuscadero, mm. who on was... Happy Days. On Happy Days, who was kind of... Fonz's love interest. It was after they literally jumped the shark when they went out to. That's how they got the term when the Fonz jumped the, the Fonz shark. water skied in his leather and jacket. jumped over a shark. Yeah, and he was wearing his leather jacket. Yeah, that's Perfect. a little TV trivia for those of you. Yeah, that's where I, jump the shark comes from. How cool was that? Like almost a six degree, six degrees of sep, uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, but I, I think I put that like on our trivia thing on our oh, Instagram. Neat. That was like, hey, here's a hint. She also. So Roz Kelly, the star, was Pinky Tuscadero. We should start a new segment for like like with these movies what else have they done you know and, and go over a couple what of, else have they done and, yeah and we could we could have a separate intro for it and we could talk about what these stars have done other than these campy ass oh, movies god that would be i know it would make our episodes longer i think we should do a weird owl yeah. podcast <laughs> let's break down every fucking song Andy. i'd rather do true true crime um <laughs> bring it back season two we're mentioning true crime podcasts so uh, lieutenant slash you, slash you does true crime <laughs> lieutenant clayton and sergeant green are on the scene to try to they're not taking the threat seriously yet yes um diane uh calls up to her room to talk to her son Derek. still looking for yvonne uh what's it what is i wrote down what is his deal is he trying to he says i got something important to tell you is he trying to warn her about something well, you notice when he's talking to his mom there's yeah. three pills he takes those pills and what's he hiding from us I don't know. Uh, he tries to tell mom, like like what you said, but she ditches him. She's like, She's I, like gotta I gotta go. go. Yeah. You know, I'm a 47-year-old punk 
she went from Karen. 40 to 47 whatever <laughs> i mean you know it's just fuck it's funny to me i just think it's great uh meanwhile back in the storage room at the insane asylum yeah. the nurse and the mysterious date are about to you know again they they fuck and that's kind of where we're, we're kind of realizing that uh, yeah i wrote evil and jane start getting handsy uh, yeah. and then she's dead at 12 a.m eastern standard Day. yeah so i know we kind of jump and we're kind yeah. of for, we, you know hey we have we took five weeks off Give no it's cool yeah um, they can follow it or you know it's fine <laughs> So <laughs> he calls the show then, like after he kills the nurse. Well, he hits record. We call it a jam box. Do do, kid, do people know what a jam box is? Boombox, jam boombox. Box. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just it, a huge radio. It's a huge radio that could play cassette tapes. Yeah, and record. Yes, people you, know. Do the kids know what cassette tapes are? <laughs> <laughs> do they know what record? I mean, We're going down a rabbit hole here, man. Uh, <laughs> I've caused Nick to remove his headphones and no throw shit. them on the table. I wrote that down, like ask Andy, because you always bring up a telephone booth. <laughs> shit, yeah. so and you think I'm joking? But no, no, I don't. I just I don't wrote that down. I was like in anymore. my notes. Yeah, this stuff's <laughs> old. This stuff is, and, and it was around in the '80s, but now that's 40 years ago at this point. So. Um, but the dance party continues after the nurse right. is killed because now we got to we're, now we're heading to Chicago because now Chicago the Central Times getting ready so right. it ludes for everyone. Um, <laughs> the dance party, like I said, alone is worth the movie. Um, well, he calls the show though. Evil, our killer. He calls the show after shortly after he's killed the nurse and uh, he plays back the actual. Yes, I'm sorry. He uh, he plays back the audio of her of him stabbing her to Blaze Diane, our main character. And I thought, like, it must not be too hard for him to get through, you know. For That's the, what, as, yes. As popular as this show is, he can call in pretty easily. They're talking major cable. Th- like, she's obviously <laughs> famous enough to where her son doesn't make, you know, actors. I mean, you know, Cocaine Ernie's telling her, like, we're going to beat all the, you know, like mm-hmm. the Dick Clarks and shit. She's on TV and she's on the radio. So And there's only four people there's taking calls. Phones. And he always gets her. And he gets through. Evil. <laughs> I'm calling you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's more like Skeletor from He-Man. I'll get you, He-Man! <laughs> oh, I got a shit. Oh, my God. You have got a, a vein popping out of your head. Man. I was laughing. Wow. Yeah. Um, Evil. So, yeah, he's sharing the kill with Gla- uh, Blaze, like the killing he does, and he's, right. he's like... I think right. it's funny that she hears it perfectly. I mean, there's a fucking huge band playing. Yep. There's, you know, loot, looted up drunk punks out in the audience. Yep. And she's able to go, oh, my God. I'd be like, she what? Can hear, yeah. yeah. She can hear him, you know, stabbing the nurse. And, of course, um, uh, they find the nurse's body. The other nurse does. And yeah. that, that means uh, they know it's real. They know it's real. So now the cops are taking it seriously because they found a nurse's body up at, uh, up at uh, Crawford Sanitarium. And also Derek. We, yes. We go back to her son, Derek. This is when we talked about Andy, though. Like, yeah. what is up with him? You got it right here. He's putting red, like a red pantyhose and on his he on his head. Like he's putting a, a set of like these real, real fine, like red pantyhose <laughs> over his head. His mom's stockings. Yeah, and it's you Are know they? it's it's smushing his nose up like it would if you're putting pantyhose on your head. And then he takes like a like a long like needle or stud or something and sticks it through by his ear. Does he stick it through his ear? I just thought he pierced himself. I thought he just wanted to go join the go join the other folk. I don't know what the fuck this. He guy's wanted to doing. be like the other folk, but nobody else has pantyhose on their head. I don't know what he's, he's going to rob a bank. Like, why well, is he doing this? Maybe instead of makeup and uh, or the pills that he took are affecting. He's just well, they, obviously yes. I mean, yeah. all joking aside, he's obviously mentally unstable. Yeah, but. Why is it coming out now? He's obviously know. a successful kid. He's got a show on America or Starship America or fucking right. whatever the name of that 
go, you know, rewind and yeah, go he can hold it together long enough to audition for a part on a series. And, and what do you think? He's 22, 21, yeah, 22? Something like that. And so now all of a sudden he's losing it? I don't understand. I don't it's, either. It's weak. But in any case, he's an interesting character. He's there for comic relief, maybe, because I laughed at him. <laughs> I laughed at him, too, because I thought. <laughs> <laughs> this I thought, fucker's funny. I thought he was slow. I thought he was mentally challenged. Oh, but like then when the people in the sanitarium. Yeah, but when he said that he made the... <laughs> yes! Yeah. But when he made the... And he's like, hey, I'm a, I'm a pretty successful actor. I yeah. mean, he just, got a, he just got a gig on a major show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, I it's, took that away. It could just be a cry for attention because his mom never pays attention to him. Well, I know, because she doesn't pay attention to... I mean, obviously, you know, he's putting... She's putting his her smelly stockings on his face and piercing his ear yeah all the meanwhile mom's back up top partying she's on stage yeah. dancing with shadow yeah and derek is watching this in disgust and he rips up the flowers right he rips yeah. up the flowers he, he rips all the the buds or the, the the flowers off of their stems and it's just like a bouquet of stems <laughs> um, and then, yeah and then after she dances on stage after uh the 52 year old soccer mom that likes to dress up as a punk diane uh, diane blaze she's uh, now 52 got it she, she uh runs off stage because you know she can only Stand on her feet for like three minutes. Right, she needs to take a break. Yeah, and so she finds out the killer is real. She Big. breaks down. Yeah, so she's upset. Um, we bounce back to our killer, right? This is my favorite. And he is trying, he's stalking his next victim because he wants to make another kill at uh, midnight central time. Yes. Uh, he's going into a bar and That's... he's got a pretty sweet fake mustache that and, he puts and on. He's so good looking. He and looks his, good. And his cocaine hair looks absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And is, is, was he wearing a suit? Yes, looks right it, out, he's, straight yeah. out of Miami Vice. Yeah, but it's but they're all dancing in there. It's disco. Yep. It's the contrast between punk new wave music. Yep. To disco, because you know the disco died. I mean, you know, people really get sick of disco in their late early eighties. Okay. So this, I mean, it's still that disco bar. Yep. So cocaine aplenty. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Brand, you know, grasshoppers, Brandy yep. Alexanders. Yep fucking uh tab you know let me get a vodka and tab <laughs> we come upon um sally and lisa yep and they're roommates and it was so funny some, some dude at the bar some dude walks up to them and is like pardon me ladies would one of you ladies care to dance and of course lisa's like sure and goes off and dance leaving sally alone at the bar and she's <laughs> kind of a She's kind of a ditzy blonde. Ditzy blonde. And our, uh, no offense to blondes, but no, that's, yes. she's made that's out the, to be a, a stereotype. Yeah, yeah, they stereotype. In fact, our killer later says, you're exactly the sort of girl I expected to meet in a place like that. Like, he specifically <laughs> said, like, <laughs> I was looking for an idiot. Oh, yeah, uh, I want to, because I want to kill you, because yeah. I'm evil. <clears throat> evil. So he sort of starts putting the moves on her. Very charming, uh, uh, you know, which is pretty common, I think, for killers who have issues with women. They're, they're also very charming right he has no trouble sort of picking her up well, he's he, talking about being a businessman for eric estrada eric estrada well, if, if you guys don't yeah. know yeah he was a if you just google chips yeah he was a very popular well, you're gonna come up with doritos and lays and things if you google <laughs> chips but if you if you google search <laughs> california highway <laughs> patrol <laughs> you might come oh, up with shit. chips Andy, that Eric was Estrada. fucking good. If I Google search chips right now, <laughs> would it come up at the show? I think would it would. Show Doritos. Hold on. Pringles. Right here, right here. I'm Lays. on my computer. Chips. Here I go. Enter. I just typed in chips. Okay. Yeah. yeah oh, the, wait, wait, wait. First search result. Chips. Yeah, it's fucking Lay's, Doritos. Oh, and then over on the right, you got chips. Yeah. yeah Eric so. Estrada. It stood for California Highway Patrol, right? C-H-I-P-C-H-C-H. 
lowercase i p yeah. capital p yeah and uh eric estrada played punch played punch yeah so, so that was a series back in the day and that and was our, fun that our was killer fun. evil claims that he works you know chips uh, eric estrada is one of his clients yeah. and so which he, impresses her yeah yes so he's like let's go i can yeah, introduce yeah, you go to a party yeah, yeah let's go so she thinks you know the friend lisa who was ditched because she wanted to go dance with that that short coked up car salesman <laughs> who fucking loves disco yeah. but we fought you know she comes back oh yeah because uh sally says like i'm gonna go use the ladies room i'll meet you out front but but before they before they take off in his mercedes benz mm-hmm. we go back to the party with blaze right and that's where we meet uh made in japan she introduced them another they're, band they're, they're a power pop band that actually uh sting produced Oh, I did not know they were real. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Oh, but they are Damn real, it, Nick. You're so good at that. <laughs> they are. They you are real. See these things, and half the time I fall for it. <laughs> they had that song, uh, you know, dumb blondes. Okay, unless it's something way outlandish, I'm totally falling for it. Especially when it comes to the, this punk rock shit. You could just, <laughs> you could just tell me, and I'd be like, sure, hook, line, and sinker. I buy that for a dollar. Um, <laughs> Nick, can we hit pause so we can listen to some weird out? Right. Uh, <laughs> um, listen. <laughs> the man we're the man is a parody genius all right so uh so our, we're hearing we i just wanted yeah. to introduce made in japan yes i, I really japan. did like so the killer is waiting outside the disco bar and sally comes out with her roommate lisa uh, lisa and he's kind of put off for a yep. sec like shit there's two of them and she's like you don't expect me to go off alone with somebody i just met and he's like you're right i wouldn't dream of it lisa i'd be happy to have you along with us Let's go. I thought Lisa was kind of sexy. I, I think Lisa was more attractive than but, Sally. Yeah, I don't know, but the cooked you know, up... I-M-H-O. I um, yeah, the cooked yeah. up uh, midget car salesman got her. Right. Well, they just danced. I mean, it's not like they hooked up or anything. Yeah, I guess you're so, right. They probably did a couple bumps in the bathroom. So he says, I'm parked over here in the Mercedes, and Sally's just like, ooh, Mercedes. Mercedes, okay. let's go. So we're coming up on the Chicago feed, which is 10 o'clock. Uh, that he, would be 10 o'clock yeah. p.m. Uh, Hollywood time. That would right. be 12 o'clock Chicago time. So we're coming to the feed... Diane is freaking out, but she insists the, show the show's go going to go on. She's not going to let a psycho killer uh, talk her out of psycho it. Psycho killer, talking heads. Hey. Don't uh, go- I know that one. Yeah, that's good. Um, I think, and uh, so- <laughs> I think uh, where the hell did Crisco kill her? Did he? I wouldn't know. <laughs> I don't, uh, I just- he did I think I'm a clone now instead of I think I'm alone now. Let's please that Which is that. ironic because if I was a clone, I wouldn't be alone. Anyway, Andy, the, let's. Can we just please stop talking the about? The man Weird is Al. a national treasure. How dare you? Uh, I hope he hears me say this. So our killer is driving these two Welcome ladies. Welcome to Al. You. Yeah, our killer is driving these two ladies to wherever he want, wherever he's taking them. Uh, he's probably trying to figure out how he can kill one. But this, yes, but this whole time, Andy, this is where we find out Sally's a little spacey. She's dumb. She's, uh, she calls out her friend, like, she's saying, Transcendental Meditations help me sleep better. It's helped my friend Lisa with her nervous diarrhea. And, and Lisa's she's, like, God damn. Come on. That would be, I, I would be pissed. Overshare. How dare you? Yeah. But, um, oh, sorry. And yeah. this whole time, the killer's getting antsy. Yeah, because he looks at his little clock in the car, and it's 5 to 10, and he's like, he just goes, son of a bitch. I was supposed to be there by 10 o'clock, you know. And they're like, chill out, man. You should try meditation. Yeah, yeah, and then, all that shit. Yeah, Nirvana. You can, re- you know, you be peaceful, whatever. And Lisa, the roommate, is like, can we make a pit stop? You must have to go to the bathroom or something. So he pulls into a liquor store. He gives Lisa a $100 bill. And he says, go in there and buy the, the best bottle of booze. The biggest bottle, best bottle of champagne you can yeah. get. Yeah. 
and which I guess um, only costs four dollars, right? And then, <laughs> and then, which leaves him and Sally in the car alone, and it's just about midnight. So yeah, what's so he do, Nick? He, he he looks at her and says, "Hey, you want to smoke a number?" <laughs> I love that line. It's a good one. You know, God, I don't smoke as much as I used to, but when I did blaze a lot, I just wish I could have had that in my repertoire. Like I, you know, I kind of want to bring back, you know, like you know, the, the the you know, hey, that's nice. Like when you swipe your shoulder and go, hey, that's cool, or certain phrases that were rad. Yeah, like rad. Hey, want to smoke a number? Well, mm-hmm. rad's been around, but want to smoke a you want to smoke a number? So he's talking about weed. Oh, okay. so Sally's like, sure. So he brings out this huge old bat and says, hey, it's Colombian smell. Yeah. So she puts her face into this, it's just a little bit of weed in a huge-ass plastic bag. And there's a countdown going on yeah, to midnight. in the background. In the and background. so she leans in to smell it, and he just, just right starts choking her. her. So I did definitely go to post this on our social media. Yeah. Uh, it's a picture of her gagging with like a little weed around her chin. <laughs> yeah. The bag actually had weed in it. Yeah. Or something in it. Yeah. And, uh, and so, he's like, I'm using this to kill you. Yeah. So he keeps like choking her, and so he, uh, you know, he's like, you know, smell it. So she's suffocating her, and uh, you know, it's midnight. The car takes off, and so yeah, Yeah. it's midnight in Chicago, and that is Nick's dick Dick kill, dick shot, kill the week, dick shot, dick kill shot, first dick shot kill of the season, season 2021, dick kill shot. (laughs) Um, why it's my dick kill shot? Yeah. This is just because I thought it was. It was a, you know, out of all the kills, yeah. There's not many, and it's not gruesome. I just thought it was funny. It is, yeah. It was you're, a funny smell. Kill. This weed, smell this weed. You're gonna yeah. die. So her last smell on this mortal plane was marijuana. Well, probably some shitty weed too. Probably some skunk weed. No, and, shitty. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, you look. I mean, I, I know compared today to weed in the '80s, compared <laughs> to weed to now, but fuck. So she uh, dies asphyxiation, and um, he drives away. Not too far, but roommate Lisa come. Well, roommate, we flashed a roommate Lisa in the liquor store purchasing the booze, and the clerk is giving her her change. The reason I know that uh, our killer gave her a hundred dollar bill is he's counting back the change, and he's like, you know, 80, 90, 100. Yeah. And the clerk, it was a really weird exchange. I, I, he I, looks I, worried. I have know. it. Yes. He was just like, you have a good. And she looks happy. like this. Yeah, have a happy new year. They can't see us on the. It's an audio podcast. Audio podcast. Have a happy new year, ma'am, or something. He he just looks like he's worried, and she just looks at him and and nods and walks away. She doesn't say happy new year to you. Yeah, uh, and I I haven't. I recorded that because it was so weird. I'm gonna throw it up on our okay on our social media channels just so you can see how weird it is. Very awkward. You know, not even sixty seconds. It is because the biggest bottle of champagne, I guess, only costs three dollars. Yeah, uh, and and the, and the interaction, but when she walks out, the, no, yeah. the it's very Jason Friday the Thirteenth esque. I got it recorded. You guys oh. want to hear it? Well, I was just doing it. Oh, I know, but this is what this is actually from the movie New Year's Evil, okay. and it was very. I was like, this sounds yeah. weird. Yeah, listen. Okay, yeah. so that's that's when she's walking to the liquor store and realizes yeah. that her friend's gone. The that was very gone. yeah, and and Friday we got to remember, yeah, yeah. Uh, seventy eight, I think. <clears throat> yeah, seventy seven, seventy eight. Like when this Friday... made eighty. Yeah. Yeah. So that just when I heard that, like even yeah. as my wife Jody, she was like, "Why are you freaking out?" I'm like, "That is fucking." Yeah. You know, it's kill, kill, kill. you know, like yep. that was just very interesting. That's so she sees a shoe on the ground and realizes it's her friend Sally's shoe. Uh, she walks a little farther along and it's an, there's another shoe and she's coming up to the alleyway by the dumpster and sees a 
article of clothing dip you know hanging out of the dumpster uh and she starts to lose it a little bit like oh my god that's sally's shirt or shawl or whatever she had on and kind of flips out a little and and in a in a in a panic <clears throat> lisa opens the dumpster and looks inside and our killer we, we point to our killer uh, he lights up a little uh lighter and his face is illuminated by the lighter. He's like, <laughs> and he That's grabs good. Lisa and pulls her into the dumpster. Good cinematography. Yeah, he pulls her into the dumpster, and we hear him start stabbing her. And then we transition to Blaze, our our main character, on the phone, also hearing it, hearing the playback of him stabbing her. And that's why I chose that as my dick kill shot, shot of the week. Dick kill shot of the week, Andy. Dick kill shot of the week. 2021 Andy's dick kill shot. shot. Sponsored by <laughs> Nick's Nipple Rings. This, uh, this movie didn't have a lot of really creative kills, but the part I liked about this one was the transition from the real-time killing to uh, Blaze listening to it later on the phone. Yeah, and that... she's like, you're real sick, mister. You need help. Yeah, no, no, it's it's it really is good, Andy, because what uh, we were talking a little bit about this before we hit record on our podcast. I really loved the shots, the cinematography that came into when we see that Sally and Lisa are dead. Yeah, um, the cops come looking for them. They go to the, the, the they go to the dumpster where Lisa is pulled he, in. Yeah, he's oh. talking. Well, before like when Blaze heard him, uh, heard him, she's like, "You're real sick." Yeah, and, and that's when he says, uh, "You know, tell the cops uh, it's my last party." Uh, I. I Something like that's a real swinger. Bus. It was a real swinger. And yeah, but but to, they to cops, clue where where the bodies exa- are. He always does that. Yeah. But I'm saying the cops do go to the dumpster where they were pulled in. Yeah, yeah. Because they open it up. There's blood there, and, and there's a little blood, but they don't really look in. They just open it up, and their cat, cat, you know, cat, yeah. cat. somehow a cat got in the dumpster. But yeah. then they keep searching a neighborhood, I guess, close to the liquor store, and they go in a backyard, which I don't know how they get. It's a real swinger to know to go in this certain backyard with a kid's playset. A swing set, yeah. Because I do have this going on our social media, Andy. Okay. Is the sh- I love this shot. It's the shot of the well, like a, a point of view from the cop, with the flashlight on the ground, strobes it up, and you see Lisa or sorry Sally hanging Swinging. on the swings. It's a real swinger. Yep. So then they with say the, with the weed bag over. Yes, her the head. weed bags over her yeah. head. <laughs> then I think I see something else over here, Johnson. Yeah. So they walk over to a slide and they see I guess Lisa's purse. Yeah. And then, as on cue, Lisa slides, slides down, down the side. The slide. I th- yeah, so I do have that going on our on our social, uh, social media. I thought it was funny how he it was pick, good. He picked up that handbag on the ground. I'm like, dude, evidence, crime scene. The fuck you doing? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> why are you touching things? Are you? You're a terrible cop. Like, this should all be roped off. Don't touch anything. Don't walk here. There might be tracks. There might be like, come on. Come on. Anyway. <laughs> I just love to see you like. But we're not a true crime. <laughs> CSI. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be a new year. Hi! Yeah. Put on his glasses. Bam, bam, bam. So now he's dressed up as a. Our killer is dressed up as a. A priest. A priest. A man of the cloth. A man, a of, the man cloth. of the cloth. And he has a, a little. Uh, like a book on his. I don't understand that. Table. Tell me that. Uh, our, okay. So he has this little booklet open on yes. his passenger seat in the car and it. You know, it's a couple of pictures. One of them's a nun. One of them's a priest. Yes. I think he's targeting the nun. You know, because the camera does a tight shot of that picture of that nun. So I think his plan is for the mountain time midnight killing is to go after this nun. That is good. That's I, I, my. I, on the second watch, I'm like, what is his deal here? He's dressed up as a priest. Who's who's his next victim? Then who was fucking Lisa? And I, and, was... I mean, okay, Sally. Then he that was a fucking yeah. look up kill. Well, I wanted to talk to you about this. I guess this is as good a time as any. 
do the victims he's picked mean anything? He picked a nurse at the sanitarium. He, but then, he went to the sanitarium. Right. And then, well, we know later he's a pa- he was, was a, a patient, patient there. there. That's what I meant. And yeah, then yeah. it was a barfly, Sally. Yeah. Uh, she's a ditzy drunk. He doesn't bar. like women. He, he and, thinks women are... Right. And then this nun. So we find out his motives later. He doesn't like women. Did, did those three victims mean something? It was not very clear it did but then, see and you would think they would know like there's a story a backstory and right they, and they made plenty of thousands of beautiful movies before this right. new year's evil they didn't like have to set the stone here and go like what do you mean backstory there were always been backstories and like what's going on with this yeah it's just a fucking 80 slasher movie nick shut the fuck up but i'm like it's not even really a slasher movie no i mean and it's not i mean it is but it's it, it's it doesn't have that same there's, I didn't understand There's it. something missing. What, what, what you've told me, though, Andy, it does make sense. Well, do you want to spoil at this point who the killer is? No. No. All right. I don't well, think we fine. need to. But, okay. I mean, I'm well, sure half the people know. I right. just... Wish, I knew right away. I wish that his victims held more meaning. I, I agree with you. So. And it's this is, this is a good spot, as any, like you said, to talk about this. Yeah. Because he says, when he, the very beginning, when he starts talking to Blaze... The uh, 58-year-old uh, fucking <laughs> yogurt-eating fucking grandma yeah. that likes to listen to new wave music. Um, he he tells her, I'm going to kill someone that you know. Yeah, someone close it, to you. That I've watched it. I watched I'm it three times. I'm going to kill someone close to you. Yes. Evil. I am evil. Evil. Yeah. So on his way, dressed as a priest to kill this nun. Yeah, he meets a motorcycle think. gang. He stops at a stoplight and a motorcycle gang. Why does he flip him off? Rolls up. The motorcycle gang flips him off. Yeah, I know, but why? They're just a motorcycle gang, Nick. Why would you flip off a man of the cloth? That's the stereotype about motorcycle gangs. And that the they're stereotype jerks, about punks. That they're assholes. And so and cocaine here. What did the guy say to him, the biker? Uh, it said something about father. Something, something father. Yeah, I, I watched it three times. I did. I, I, I rewound it once, but I was said. like, fuck this. Part, you know, pardon me, father, or whatever, and he flips yeah. him off and when the light turns green and they all drive ahead and our killer drives ahead behind them and I think he gets momentarily distracted looking at his little book and he ends up rear-ending one of the motorcycles. Two, three of them. Yeah, he knocks a couple of them over. Which, so they all start attacking. Uh, if you've ever seen any movie ever with bikers, you don't want to piss them off. <laughs> any like, movie. Like, well, except for like Hogs. What yeah. was that movie with Tim Wild, Allen? Wild Hogs. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it was Tim Allen and John Travolta. And yeah, I had, uh, never seen it. Tracy uh, Morgan, but oh, I no. think they made a sequel. So, <laughs> sorry, I think they made two of them. Yeah, unfortunately, I guess they made two Paul Paul My Blarts. So, point being, yeah, Paul Blart, Paul Cop, <laughs> the fuck. Kevin James needed a payday. So yeah, Adam <clears throat> Sandler was there for him. All right, point being, anytime you mess with bikers in any movie ever, you're going to get smacked. So he rear-ends a couple of bikers, and he doesn't kill them, but he injures them, and it was an accident. And now there's a full-on chase. He has to get away from them because they're pissed. Yeah. And so he, he reverses, he gets the fuck out reverse, of there. And he's, it's a hit and run, and uh, he gets the fuck out of there. Well, he's already killed a couple people, three people. Right. He can't and- be caught. So he takes off. So his first thing is to pull into a drive-in. Yeah. Where Blood Feast is Blood playing. Feast. There's a trailer going for Blood Feast and Blood Bath, which are completely different movies. Yeah. It's, but, uh, one's real. It was yeah. it was like a French movie okay. I read. It's about a vampire or something? Yeah. It's it's weird. Well, I, again, I don't know if that's it's... That's the sound the, we're hearing. The, the director's background. trying to yeah. be like, I'm avant-garde. I can't yeah. tell you the backstory of my killer, but mm-hmm. I put in a French slasher movie, and I'm, right. I love fucking Alfred Hitchcock. So as he's... Uh, as our Cock. As evil, our killer is trying to hide his car from these bikers. 
the, you're, you're hearing the trailer for Blood Feast yeah, playing in the background. Yeah, you're hearing it uh, playing on the drive-in. Um, we see a couple of teens uh, getting busy. One, the, the girl's smoking a joint. And I love boy, That's my favorite. The boy's just massaging her breasts. That is going up on our social media. Yeah. Uh, I actually got a good shot of it where you don't see boob because Instagram, yeah. of course, would fucking suspend our account. But yeah. <laughs> rubbing titty and smoking weed, that is what Slash U uh, movies are about. <laughs> These teenagers were, I mean, you've got to think about it. They yeah. were probably like 16, 17. She's probably. smoking a joint. She's cool. She's cool smoking a joint. He's stoned, rubbing her boob and going, hey, are you ready? And she's yeah. like, let's watch another movie. Because right. at drive-ins, they showed like more than Multiple. one. Yep. They would show like two or three movies. So she's just yep. getting high. She, you know, he's rubbing some titty, booby. Booby's better than titty, right? I don't want to, I just want to try to sound a little PC here. I would think booby would be more acceptable. But of course, I am a man with a weenus. So I don't know what is okay and not okay. Silence! <laughs> um, Evil parks his car, uh, hiding from the biker gang. Uh, and and he's just sort of hunkered down, waiting for them to sort of go away. And a couple of them drive past, and then he decides to ditch Ditches his car. His car. He gets out. Uh, he gets out just in time because he runs away a little bit. And then the bikers find his car and start wailing on they it. They wail on it. Um, and he turns, and a biker is the the same biker who flipped him off is there. And he's like, "Hello, father. You know, we're going somewhere." <laughs> and the guy's like, "Evil's like, I'm a man of the cloth. You know, don't hurt me." And then stabs the biker. <laughs> so uh, I was gonna make that my dick kill shot, but it's not anything special. It's stupid. yeah, no, it really. He just stabs the biker. Yeah, it, but I mean, with a, with a worthless kill. Yeah, it was just him getting away. Like right. again. He's saving his own skin. Plenty of slasher movies where you say, like, each kill means something to him, which we don't... This is very... Not similar, brother, to Final Exam. Right. But very disappointing in the sense... Like, Final Exam was worse because there's no backstory to this fucking dickbag who drove a nice van. Sure. But there is nothing there for him. This is... It really... Like, what saved this movie, I thought, was some cool shots. Mm -hmm. um, The story behind it and the music. I thought the music was fun. Mm -hmm. Don't forget, I am going to sing for you guys the uh, soundtrack of the, the... the title song but oh, i um, don't forget yeah and this guy had a motive though you know he was his mission was to kill somebody on the stroke of midnight record it play it for blaze and at some point but he needs get to get away from the biker gang so he comes up to the titty weed car yes titty weed car titty weed car titty yeah. weed car you need a beer uh, no, I'm good. Thank uh, but you. do you? I mean, but he comes up to the car and he yanks right. the dude out. He yanks the kid out and is just like, "Where are the keys?" And the kid's like, "What, man?" He's like, "Where are the fucking keys?" And the kid's like, "They're in the ignition, man." The girl whose boob was hanging out is still in the back seat. She seems dumbfounded. Of course, she's probably high. And dude, uh, what a buzzkill! Yes, you're right. right? And Could so you imagine he, being super stoned. And... He didn't stab that boy. Did he? No, he no, just no, no, threw no. him. He yeah, just he threw him out of the way. Not, he did not kill the kid. He threw him out of the way. He got in the car. He takes off with the poor girl in the back seat high and and obviously frightened you're right it would be a terrible buzzkill she's now like i was just getting my breast massaged by my boyfriend and now i'm being super stoned yeah now i'm being kidnapped I'm fucking 16 17 years old so yep. uh what, what i thought was cool though is that that poor little girl she offers everything she's got oh, three dollars yeah i'll give she's, you money yeah she's like only got three dollars and she's like uh i'll give you my we can my, get it on if you want i'll give you my titty weed yeah but uh and she's like offering herself, so he's just kind of twirling the knife, twirling the knife, wiping the blood up. off of the, yeah. the dead biker. But here's the thing: he pulls over for some reason. He could have gone around those two drunks. These two drunks come out into the road. Yeah, but he could have. He, he deliberately yeah. pulled in front of him, so Tittyweed girl jumps out, jumps out, yeah, and runs. So yeah. he gets in an argument, like the killer gets in an argument with these two drunk fucks that are in in a weirdest spot, but. 
Yeah, we don't need to go like there. on the edge of a park. Yeah, but yeah. they could have been there to you know yeah. probably go you know snort some coke or do some lewds. Right. So she runs so she away. runs off. He goes chasing after her after yeah. he get ditches the drunks that are. Yeah. But the thing I don't like, Andy, is that he pulls over. Like he could have just like yeah. the two drunks that are walking on this. They're walking very slowly. And, and like, like not even in the road. So no. he could have just gone. Whoop. Speaking as somebody who has avoided many deer. Mm-hmm. In the past, it would have been very easy to go around those people. Uh, yeah, but he didn't. The I Northwoods guess. talking, right? He just uh, he stopped and, and uh, chose to get out and yell at him, and the and the girl ran away. But um, this is great to me, Andy. Yeah. She does get away. She she I guess runs under like a it's shed. Like a ba- it's a baseball diamond. Baseball ball yeah. diamond, like I guess where maybe the um, the announcer announcers was hit. Yep. So she's hiding out there. He's tapping his knife. Tappy tappy tap. Yeah, and. <laughs> but we assume a cop comes up because we just hear we don't see a cop we just hear sir stop hey sir stop yeah so he runs off and then you don't see the cop but you see the picture of the girl under ma'am are you okay yeah she's just crying so yeah it's a voiceover i guess she after the fact they did it in post it. they did it in post because probably, yeah. yeah but yeah. it's like Again, so it was f- one of those scenes too Nick where um we need to understand as viewers that it's dark uh, it was one of those where I, I always watch it. And I'm like, where's the light coming from? But <laughs> the light's there for the benefit of yes, the audience. Of course. No, I dig that. Um, but I yeah. mean, again, like how hard would it have been to get like, hey, you know, like second assistant. Yeah. I'm sure it was just probably the director and his yeah. fucking cousin with the camera. But you could have got someone to act the cop and like at least yep. do the voiceover, and not show their mouth talking. Miss, but miss, you know, are you OK? Like just show the back of the cop's yep. feet or something. Nothing. Yep. So very, our, very disappointed in that. Right. But so our girl, although she has a buzz kill, is safe. She uh, does, she does make it safe, but the killer misses. The mountain killer time. missed his 11 p.m. Pacific uh, yeah. mid, midnight so mountain. That, yeah, he missed the 12 he midnight. Missed his kill, but no one seems to care. <clears throat> I bet she will never get high at a drive-in again. Who? So oh, titty weed the, girl. Yeah, she will probably never get high at the drive-in <laughs> ever again. She seemed very traumatized. We cut back, <laughs> Lieutenant uh, Lieutenant Clayton. Is trying, trying to, to talk to the, the announce to the, the group. audience. Yeah, of, of course, of all the punks and new wave people that fucking hate pigs. They hate the police. Fucking pigs. Yeah, and he just is like, uh, while we're in commercial, I have an announcement. You know, nobody leaves. If you, can't you make leave, it you cannot come back in. We're shutting down the hotel. Uh, pretty smart move, honestly. Uh, at this point, I think to shut down yeah. access to the hotel. Uh, these cops aren't the smartest, but this is one of the good things I think they did was lock it down. Anyone who leaves can't come back in, and no one fresh is getting in. Again, worth the movie to watch just to hear a couple of the the, the yeah. cat call banter. Fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here! Fuck you, pigs! You leave! Yeah. We don't like police officers. Does someone smell bacon? Yeah, and um, he's just like, yeah, yeah, okay. I get yeah, it. good. You, I'm you don't like police. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm fucking over it. So this is just a quick scene to where the sun shows up uh, as the psychologist and the cop are talking to Blaze. Oh, yeah. He shows up with fucking uh, Terminator shades on and, <laughs> and a stocking on his head. Yes, okay. Paint the picture. Because, like, Lieutenant Clayton is talking to blaze blaze is kind of mad that he made the announcement that the hotel's locked down and lieutenant says it was our psychiatrist consultants who idea. was not needed in this movie no but that guy then is explaining how this killer has issues with women blah 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 and we see yeah he does mutilation of the boobs yeah, he doesn't he doesn't yeah. stab the titties i don't understand but we do see derek sorry the boobs the we breasts, do see sorry. derek uh, uh blaze's diane's son uh sneaking up 
you know, with the with the red pantyhose over his head and like Jordy LaForge yeah, from that's better from Star Star Trek Next Generation. I will post this on our social media. He's got like these single lens sunglasses on, and I don't know what his deal. Yeah, what are we like? Obviously, Why this this, doing that? this kid is falling in damnation. This oh. guy is this kid is falling into a psycho Lulu Lulu. He is cuckoo, cuckoo. hole. Yes. That's a great call, Andy. Like, this kid just, like, two hours ago came up to his mom and said, Hey, Mom, I got a show on, a show on Spaceship America. Yeah. Uh, everything's great. Cool. And in the next two hours, this kid is fucking falling down a he fucking... He went downhill quick. Yeah. Fucking psycho-sociological well that he, is fucking... He overhears this, and then I don't know if he's, his plans were to jump out or what, but he overhears him talking, and he ends up just going back to the room. Yeah. It's completely pointless. But 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 this whole time, the, 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 the hotel is sealed. Yes. Uh, a, a punk who's also carrying a boombox, jam box. Yes. Tries to get in the front Tries door. to get in, but they won't let him in. Right. Uh, the killer who's now dressed, still dressed as a priest. Yeah. Which we forget. Uh, I want to draw back to when he kills the biker. Yeah. Before he stabs him, he goes, I'm not a man of violence. I'm, I'm a, man a man of, of God. Cloth. Yeah. Man of God. And I just thought that was funny, but... Uh, I guess he hitchhikes to the hotel. He gets out of a car. He sees that no one's getting in the hotel, so the killer's like, I'm going to find another way in. And he goes to the parking garage. Right parking back. garage where yeah. uh, he calls over a cop who's standing next to a door. There were two cops. Yes. I have a question. There were two cops standing next to the back door. One of them went inside. Yep. Our killer yells like, hey, officer, come I think, a little help. I think I found a drunk. I found a drunk. Yeah. So the other officer comes over. Who weighs about 270. He hits him in the back of the head with a brick. Yes. And takes his clothes. Yes. By now, the other officer that went inside has come back out, and our killer, then dressed as a cop, goes walking up. Why did that other officer not say, who the fuck are you? Where's Where's the I'm guy not... who was just here? Okay, then your, your question is different from mine, because oh, how, okay. how, how did that cop that weighed 270 that did walk over, that uh, got hit on the head, who didn't yeah. die, Yeah. Um, how did... I figured that it was his outfit. So yeah. how did this skinny-looking, great... I mean, the killer is really good-looking guy. He's cocaine hair. Yep. Uh, svelte, very fit. Yep. And the outfit that he puts on is fits him perfectly. Yeah. There's no way. I saw the cop walk in, Andy. Yeah. yeah. And but then I never saw him again. Right. He could have like said, "I'm gonna go upstairs and go do I something." I don't know. I just thought it was weird that when our killer's approaching the back door, dressed in the cop's clothes, the other cop has now come back out, or maybe it's a different cop. I don't fucking know. In any case. If it was the same guy who just went inside and came back out, why didn't he say, like, hey, who are you? Where's my partner, you know, Sullivan, who was just here? Well, yeah. What if he got in? What if he dressed in these fat cop clothes, which would have fucking been big, but then he would have gotten in, and then the cop would have come out and said, hey, where's my partner? But he, I don't know. I, I just no I, that, didn't, that didn't bother me. That would have, you. I feel like it was just a sort of throwaway thing for him to be able to sneak inside, and they didn't, they don't want to explore the logistics of it. Because uh, the logistics should have been explored that this cop was two hundred seventy pounds. It would have fallen apart too quickly, and it fit in this yeah. guy that's probably like a buck eighty. Yeah, in any muscular. Case, All right, yeah, so. in any case, he gets in the hotel. And uh, we uh, again, made in Japan is taking the stage with their hit bonsai. Yeah, the killer now who's in the fat cop's uniform. How did he? He walks to I guess what is supposed to be the basement where you know the There's uh, electrical panel, electrical panels, all that shit. I guess. And down he and must below. have stashed a trunk Thank full you. of clothes. Jody, my wife. Yep. Uh, yep. She, she, right. she. Yeah, I know. I keep saying sorry. There's a trunk full of clothes there. How did they get there? The my sun? first question was, where the fuck did this trunk of That's clothes exactly. come from? And the only thing I can think of is that he stashed it earlier. When he did, when he killed Yvonne. When he killed Yvonne, because right, he's been in the hotel before. 
because mm-hmm. we know he killed Yvonne at the beginning of the movie. So he Again, must have stashed this earlier. Nobody has found one it. One line could have taken care of that. That's all one you need. One like, line. Like he could, yeah. I mean, that's like he could have said to himself, like, yes. good thing I stashed this here earlier. <laughs> you know? And then you and me would not be talking about no, it right now. That's ex- there's so many things. That, exactly, right. brother. God, this is like so exploratory. Is one of our there most could deepest. could have been a, a piece of paper taped to the trunk that said, <laughs> stuff you stashed earlier. And I would have been like, okay. I accept this. That's what I would have said. It's so stupid. But I was like, he's, that not, was, he's not carrying a fucking trunk of clothes. It just happens to be that here. That was my first so, stuff you stepped earlier. Yeah. Like, and he's just he, like, oh, yeah, I forgot. This stuff, is the stuff I stashed Stuff earlier. you stashed when you killed Yvonne, because obviously we know he killed Yvonne. So right. stuff you stashed. Right. So I can see him looking over A note the shot. to himself. I see that shot, Andy. That was brilliant. So he's got. You are. Thank you. Uh, someone who thank loves you. Weird Al Yankovic yeah. would not have. That is, that is good. Season two, off to a strong start. So he's he's got a, a, a trunk full of stuff, uh, uh, stuff and things. Magical costumes. Uh, he's costume change. Changes into a tracksuit. Yes, a good looking one. I BT love it. BT Dubs. I want a tracksuit. BT Dubs. That I wrote this in my notes. You should see what I wrote, man. Yeah. A Basque man who's when he's going to meet Laurel, he puts on um, no, a blaze. Yeah. Uh, he's got a Laurel mask on, like Hardy and Laurel. Laurel and Hardy. Yeah, Laurel sure. and Hardy. Yeah, sure. I think that's what the mask is. I think you're right. Yeah. I wrote with a knife and a dope a- and and in dope ass athletic wear. I want Fila. Was it Fila? I, yeah. It. Lo- I think it might have been. I think it might have been Fila. Adidas but... wasn't around back then. Was no. It, yeah. It was, but it wasn't as big. I think okay. it was Fila. I think that was a '80s cocaine. Um, in, in either case, uh, I'd like to put it on my wedding registry. Uh, a tracksuit. I've already got your wedding gift. Oh, so. damn it. Well, maybe Sorry. someone else will get me a tracksuit. But again, get me a tracksuit. <laughs> Send it to me. Um, Email me slashypodcast at gmail.com and tell me you have a tracksuit for me. I'm a big dude, so biggest size you can get. And um, I'll just take some lewds. I'm 6'3, hey. 280. Get me a tracksuit. <laughs> Blaze is going back to her hotel room with a cop. The cop right. is like, hey, I'm going to go check in first. We're going to investigate. Sergeant Green. Sergeant Green. He goes into the room. Um, he's like, freeze! And it's her son, Derek. Yeah. Uh, he took off the. Uh, the weird sunglasses pantyhose. and yeah. the pantyhose on his head. And so uh, we can tell he's emotionally hurt. I had a surprise for you, but now forget yeah. it. My name's, my name's Derek. And she's like, no, honey, don't leave. And he storms off. So this is when the she's like, I'm fine. So she's at Blaze. Diane is at her little vanity, and she's looking in the mirror. A masked man appears bef- behind her. The mask, to me, looks like Laurel and Hardy. Laurel, the skinny a, guy with the fat, the, the big, yeah, long nose. A, For those younger people, Stan, Google. Stan Laurel. Stan Laurel, name? look him yeah. up. It's the mask that it looks like to me. I'm really pretty sure it is. I think you're right. He's behind her with a knife. He's in dope-ass athletic gear. He scares Blaze. Yep. But it's her husband. He pulls the mask off, and it's our killer, but it's her husband, Richard. I, I, can't, I thought we would spoil that right away. Oh, I knew, I knew right away, though. I knew oh, it like did. 10 minutes in the movie. Well, as soon as he took the mask off and she was like, oh, my God, Richard. I was like, fuck, why didn't I think of this? Of course. It's her husband, Richard. Oh, oh my God. Richard. Damn it. I was mad. <laughs> I knew it was Derek. Because early on in the movie, they say, you know, Richard's already partying hard. He's up in Palm Springs. He sounds drunk. Uh, and here he is. He's uh, he is he's been evil the whole time. Yeah, it's her husband. Uh, so he's just like pranking her. So she's stoked to see him. Yeah, she doesn't know he's a psycho. No. 
Um, but she's like, you know, you need to talk to Derek, honey. And and he gives her a smooch and says, let me uh, go talk identify to the, myself to the, the police officer so he doesn't shoot me. He's suspicious as fuck. Sergeant Green knows what's up. He's like, he's doing some detective work AF. Yeah, well, the dude, you know, Richard opens the door and says like, you know, officer, uh, don't shoot. I'm her husband. Just want to let you know I'm in here. You know, and he's like, Miss Sullivan, is it okay? And of course, Diane Blaze is like, yeah, it's my husband. It's fine close the door and sergeant green is like this is fucking weird because we've locked down this hotel how did this mf get in here he's sergeant green's the shit the the clocks the the gears are turning in sergeant green's head he is not buying this. my gears are turning in my head to make a movie about a little uh, short film about sergeant green oh i would too i explore his backstory he's a very intelligent man maybe a weird owl. Uh, probably <laughs> the best cop in any of the movies we've watched Ooh, slashy <laughs> slashy second season the slashy yeah, award sitting right that's there that's right we should write it down good standout character yes good call so uh blaze uh, uh Diane more or less does the same thing to Richard that she does to her son, uh, which is kind of ignore him. Uh, and and she's get, doing her makeup, getting ready to go back to the show, and she's telling him about uh, there's been a psycho who's been killing people all night. Haven't you heard? And she, he's just like, I just heard the phone call, you know. And she's just like, it's crazy. I want you to go uh, find um, Derek and talk to him. He's very upset. And of course, Richard is kind of like put off, like, oh, okay, fine. You know, you could tell he's a little. Yeah, he so, like so he does take off, but Blaze gets on the elevator with Sergeant Green as Richard leaves, because yeah. Richard is now the killer, right, the husband, know, yeah. is going downstairs to fuck, fuck with, you know, to where, his, to, to where his, his uh, trunk was. Yep. Blaze gets on the elevator with Sergeant Green. Right. She was fucking giving him bedroom eyes. Like, was she, she? Yes. I Andy, really? I didn't I thought she was, like, saying, like, I want you to touch my boobs. <laughs> But Sergeant Green's married. He's got two sets of twins. Oh, t- it was funny. There was a joke there. She just was like, you know, you married. And he's like, yeah, 10 years. You had any kids. Two sets of twins. And she goes, couldn't find anything on TV. Oh, I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, they're always banging. He's got two sets of twins. Oh, that's good. What's wrong? He couldn't find anything on TV. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. Uh, Blaze and the cop who Blaze and Sergeant Green were on the elevator. Yeah. Um, the Richard. circuit board is now making the elevator all wonky. Right. Richard's he, an electrical engineer. Yes, he's and, uh, can manipulate the elevator with no with no prior he knowledge. Crashes it down and the killer or the uh, the cop is, it knocks him out. Or, the cop and Blaze are knocked out. Yeah, they like get phased because the elevators. So he carries out. Richard carries out Sergeant Green. He didn't kill him, did he? No. No, he just carried him out and then. Um, Diane kind of comes to, and Richard's there, and she's just like... As she's coming to, he plays her the tape. Yeah. And and she's like, my husband's a killer? What? Yeah. She's, she's like... just realizing... She realized, my husband? Well, I've been married to, no problems. For however long Derek's been He doesn't around. look cocaine, no big yeah. deal. Derek's 22. Yeah. Yep. Maybe Never 19. suspected. Yep. God damn it. No backstory. Yep. Except that he is fed up with women. He tells her, oh, I, I hate women. Yep. They always hurt me. Well, he tells her, like, you know, I'm sick of having to get an allowance from you. Yes. You've castrated me and yeah, all these Derek, other Derek's told Derek's told me how flirtatious you've been with other men. Yeah. Maybe cocaine Ernie. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know, ladies are not very nice people. They're immoral. They're, they're immoral. They're evil. They're selfish. Yep. And he, uh, Derek. He, he got know, the part on his own? He got a part on his own. He didn't use his last name. And you don't even acknowledge this, you know. All some of it, 
valid points, especially about Derek. You know, that's a valid point. You know, Derek did it on his own, and she didn't really pay much attention. I agree to him. with you. Uh, that much is true, but does it warrant? Does it warrant killing her? No. Does it warrant killing all these other women? No. No. <laughs> and no one that he knew. Like, and so it's like you became a mature punk rocker. Why didn't they just go to marriage counseling? <laughs> Why does this motherfucker decide he's gonna kill her? Why did Derek? Like, if Derek was like, "Hey, my mom's fucking lame. I come yeah. from a lot of money. Yeah, I'm just gonna go hit Sunset Strip, grab some." coke and some friends and go hang out he all flipped out it, it yeah. really started getting weird to me uh i even wrote here in my notes andy the next few minutes drag on yeah but uh then uh he chains blaze to the bottom of the elevator i thought that was very creative very i like that too yeah. and i so, really kind of was anyways, hoping get it would, smashed yeah i was hoping that she would die so i could make it my dick shot kill <laughs> you <laughs> knew she wasn't gonna die she did if titty weed girl didn't die right. I, so for, he he chains her and says, you're going to think about this on the way up and all the way down. And he starts. But he says, get smashed. Yeah. That's like our, our, like our Donald from Microwave Massacre, right. that one-liner. You it's, know? A nice, uh, it's a nice New Year's party. Go and during, as she's going up and down the elevator shaft, uh, Blaze, Diane, the uh, 70-year-old geriatric uh, mother <laughs> that loves punk rock music, sees Yvonne's head. Yeah, at the top of the... At the top How of the elevator shaft. I don't know. Fucking guy. He's like Bruce Willis in Die Hard. He climbs up elevator shafts. Uh, and he stuffed Yvonne's head in there. And then uh, she's up there momentarily but before she's... he he lowers it. Yeah, but... She starts dropping. Who? But who's in, like, this fat punk... There's just, yeah, there's like just, fat... like, fat black dude. But he's a punk rocker. Punk rocker and a girl next to him. And yeah, they're his wasted. partner. They're wasted. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck's going on with this elevator, you know? Because the elevator's dropping yeah. fast. And they start smashing the emergency stop and it's not working. Uh, and the cops uh, come upon uh, Richard. Because and a shootout starts. by now, Sergeant Green has checked in with Lieutenant Clayton and said the husband's in the building. By now, they found Richard's car at the drive-in abandoned. They know the they story. They found out that it was registered to Richard, and they know that he was a patient at the Asana. And family. they also know that Cocaine Ernie was like, I would never let that motherfucker I, in. I knew he I was. I knew he's nuts. Yeah, I knew he was so nuts. By so by now, the cops have discovered all this. Some of the finest police work, Nick, in any of our movies happened yes. in the last five minutes. Well, the shootout, the pew, pew, yep. pew. So they're shooting out with Richard while the elevator's dropping, and a bullet ends up hitting the electrical panel. Stops the elevator. stopping the elevator. Save Blaze. Yeah, the emergency brakes must have kicked in. So yeah. she's okay. She'll be able to go back to the senior home later <clears throat> they, that night. They chase Richard up the stairwell. Up to the hotel roof. Uh, he does shoot one of the officers. I don't think he kills him. No, he him, didn't though. kill him. Because uh, you hear a, get an ambulance. Yeah. yeah one liner. Voice over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At, um, <laughs> after post. He's at the roof. Uh, and he puts on the the mask, that rubber mask again. Quotes Shakespeare. He quotes Shakespeare. Yeah. Which play? Did you get it? Hamlet. It was Hamlet? Okay. Do you remember I, what I don't he, know. I just, okay. I, just well, I just wanted to, I just wanted to sound smart. You, you didn't have to admit that. I would have bought Hold it. Hold on. Enter, enter it right now. Okay, yeah, that was it. Yeah. So, like, you could so yeah. you'll hear should, your voice come in. Yeah. Uh, I should go look up what it was. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the cops are like, don't you jump. You know, don't you jump, you sick son of a bitch. And he just jumps off the hotel to his death. Yes, he does. And as it's clearly as, a rag doll falling off. The yeah, it was totally a mannequin. It was <laughs> yeah. hilarious. But everyone, you know, of course, when you see a dead body on the ground that just jumped, everyone crowds around. But here we go. To end the story very easily, the son, Derek, Derek, cries over his father, grabs the mask. His mom, who is injured, but fine, you know, she's not hurt, but they want to take her to the the hospital. She is loaded onto an ambulance. Everybody's like, it's Blaze. Oh, no, Blaze. Are you okay? 
they close the ambulance door. The people in the back of the ambulance knock on the driver. The driver, like, hey, we're ready to go. Yeah. It's uh, Derek who has on his father's laurel mask. The mask, yeah. Another, and then we see a dead driver. The dead driver, the dead ambulance driver who's supposed to be driving. Yeah. It and takes it off. Drives away. Roll credits. Roll credits. But there's a voiceover as we roll credits of, uh, you know, it's a new Happy New Year here in Hawaii. Yes. So we've gone to another time zone. That's what I was wondering. By now it's one one a.m. or two a.m. But why um, not? But why not? Evil yeah. Dead Two. Or oh, sorry, Evil Dead Two. Holy New shit! New Year's they, Evil Two. Yeah, New Year's Evil. They two. made an Evil Dead Two. Yeah, yeah, I know they did. <laughs> New Year's Evil Two. Yeah, with Derek but, as the as the villain. Uh, we assume what's he gonna do? He's gonna kill the other ambulance. Uh, EMT and and torture his mom or like what's his well what's his no ending? it was perfect this was um the perfect opening for uh, a sequel yes yeah I thought that was really neat no uh, they, I mean it would have been perfect because the movie wasn't that bad this no. I can already tell you that the movies that we watch <clears throat> and you know season two will be stepping into uh, Andy's wedding friends Ooh, yeah. I still don't think this is gonna be uh I, I did like the Hawaii thing at the end because Hawaii yeah, is in another time zone from from California they're like at least another hour if not two hours I didn't I didn't look it up uh, friends of slash you what time zone is Hawaii in is it two hours no, behind I know what it is it's Hawaii, five hours but behind us oh behind in relation to California is no. it one or is it two it goes no east coast so if it's if yeah. it's noon on the east coast it's five no, it's if it's seven a.m. on the yeah. on, in Hawaii, oh, mm-hmm. so it's a five-hour difference. Yes. Okay, so that would mean in um, in L.A. it's two a.m. Yeah. if it's midnight in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a really cool way to end the movie. I, I thought, thought it was too, but I really did thought it was open up. But yeah. holy cow, an hour and twenty minutes. Oh jeez, that went that last twenty minutes went by quick. It was fun uh, talking about this, but hey, do you mind if we take a break so we yeah. can do some shout-outs? We'll do shout-outs and what we're watching next. Do you enjoy laughter? relentless banter and news you can use well if you're looking for a deep and serious podcast then this is not it this is the thunder rooster podcast we take a light-hearted and comedic view at topics in the vein of paranormal film conspiracy theories and music but wait there's more accompanied by our podcast we have a youtube channel where you can watch our shows along with visual cues of what we are discussing not only can you catch our show but soon you will be able to join us on our adventures of traveling to interesting locations and on location topics as well as our three shots of fun whether we are talking about ufos our favorite bands films ghosts robot ladies Bigfoot, rest assured that you will giggle and learn something along this journey. Check out our website at thunderbrewstreet.com. We air every Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Hey, Andy, um, I remembered that I, the band Shadow yes. that was in this movie, Yes. Uh, they sang the title track. Hmm. Can I sing you a verse? By all means, please do. This is actually a song called New Year's Evil by the band Shadow, featured in the movie New Year's Evil. Okay. Shining like the light that hits the knife at the stroke of midnight. Quiet but so bright, my heartbeat swells. Oh, can't you tell I'm in a fever? 
Fever. Tell me, will it be sweet New Year's Eve, or do I fear a New Year's evil? Oh, that's the theme. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, man. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate that, brother. I heart that. Uh, put that down as a possible award. <laughs> <laughs> Best acapella performance in a in an episode of Slash You. What do we? Uh, what do you want? Uh, quick. I'll rehash the kill count <clears throat> in this movie. Um, Yvonne, the assistant. Stabbed in the shower of her hotel room. Jane, the nurse, also stabbed uh, while getting handsy with our killer. Sally, the ditzy barfly lady, uh, suffocated with a weed bag. Nick's dick shit shock kill of the week. Her roommate, Lisa, dragged into a dumpster and stabbed. That's Andy's dick kill shot of the week. Dick kill shot. Then a random biker dude who dared to get in the way of our killer, stabbed in the heart. And the ambulance driver. Seven, right? The ambulance, yes, I believe so. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, including the killer. Yeah, totally. Yeah, the killer jumped off the building, the and then uh, his son Derek killed the ambulance driver. That's uh, yeah, that's seven. Next week, what do we do next week? Let's do some shoutouts. Oh, shoutouts first. All right. Yeah, I want to give a uh, shout out to someone new that Slash U has been corresponding with. Okay. Uh, a really great premises. Uh, her name's Jamie. A premise uh, or premises? Premises. The idea of what she's doing. Well, premises is usually a place, a location, you know, like on premises. Premise is a no a premise. Then yes, without the premise, a premise. Yeah. God damn it! Sorry, Sorry. Jamie. Sorry, Jamie. <laughs> no, Jamie uh, started Makes a Instagram a account. Uh, <laughs> it's called Horror and Hallmark. Okay. So horror and a n a n d Hallmark. Her thing is horror movies uh-huh. and Hallmark movies. Oh, I love Hallmark man. movies, too. That's good shit. Yeah, I love Hallmark movies. Like, you know, we did, uh, you know, we posted on our stuff, uh, Toys of Terror yep. and uh, Letters to Satan. Satan Claus. Yeah, Satan Claus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Jamie is, uh, you know, kind of, she put together recently Horror and Hallmark on Instagram. So go follow it now. Kind of what her thing is, is that, you know, she's new to the horror community on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, her goal is to kind of bring reviews and uh, recommendations, some of them with a seasonal spin. Okay. Which we do as well, but more 80s sure. and 70s shit. But she's doing a se- seasonal uh, spin on that. She's hoping to do a blog. And cool. uh, she's uh, hoping to do a podcast. I think it would be rad, maybe, like seasonal shit. Like maybe you have her on yeah. as a guest. As a, uh, yeah, for but a horror she, movie, yes. not a Hallmark movie. Well, I mean, Hallmark movies are good. Are God, they, though? Candace Cameron Bure is but a it's not, angel. But it's, I don't disagree. It's just it's not what we talk about. No, but I think it would be fun. We, I mean, oh, I, yeah. I know we don't talk about it here. I, I yeah. But you know what, damn it, sometimes we should have. We brought up fucking Weird Al Yankovic. I'm bringing up that. But uh, everyone, uh, go follow Jamie at Horror and Hallmark on Instagram. That's the word horror, A-N-D, yeah. and the word Hallmark. Hallmark. Uh, she's probably going to have some really cool shit. She's posting really cool shit, so definitely go check that out. All right. And uh, the giveaway, Andy. How excited oh, am I about giveaway. Oh, because... You've waited I, this long. Here I know. we go. I think it is now we have to bring up next week because that will, yeah. enti- that will entwine... Our giveaway. So go Pullman. ahead. Oh, mm-hmm. next week's movie, of course, My Bloody Valentine. Uh, we record on Thursday, Friday-ish, and next week, Thursday, will be the 11th. My Bloody Valentine, a decades-old folktale surrounding a deranged murderer killing those who celebrate Valentine's Day, turns out to be true to legend when a group defies the killer's order and people start turning up dead. 
That's all one sentence. God, who writes these things? That's really long sentence. Not me. There should be a period or a comma or a semicolon or something. Anyway, that's next week for that's... 1981. Um, available on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And the what's the Shutter? Shutter. Yeah. God bless America. I think it's free. I'm on... rusty. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been five weeks, but yeah. that could high five. Yeah, high five. There you go. This movie that we watched this week, New Year's Evil, also Amazon Prime. Yeah. Just FYI. Um, but with uh, my, bloody, my Val- bloody Valentine, my bloody Valentine, we have hooked up with the Instagram account and the fellows and the hilarious, ingenious YouTube series. Um, we're ca- talking to them. We're calling them the Films Have Eyes. So if you go to Instagram, the Films Have Eyes, three cool uh, homies um, that uh, we've recently kind of hooked up with. Um, our, our boy Marty, uh, our friend Dakota, and our friend Brian have this idea uh, that really sells to me. It's, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's called The Films Have Eyes. And it's pretty much a uh, comedy web series about a trio of psychopaths mm-hmm. um, that kidnap their guests um, and force them to watch horror films. Nice. Um, the show features a mix of puppets, animation, practical effects, and offbeat humor. Their first episode, I believe, is a tribute to Larry Cohen's The Stuff. Okay. You can follow them on Instagram at The Films Have Eyes. This is who we connected with. I've looked at some of their animation. I think Dakota is the animator. It's hilarious. I'm going to show you one after we hit. It's called Ghost Court. Oh, okay. I was hitting up with Marty. I've been talking to Marty of the films have eyes. And it's fucking, it just made me laugh. And so they're funny guys. Yeah, like, yeah. It's funny. Okay. So I'm Good. really excited to come up with them. So <laughs> what we decided to do was have a giveaway together. Okay. So you'll see on Instagram, we're going to give away a Slash U t-shirt. All right. Slash U stickers. Nice. The films have eyes buttons. The mm. films have eyes stickers. And the actual Blu-ray DVD special collector's edition of my bloody valentine the actual Ooh. movie that we're reviewing how okay fucking cool is that our I first like giveaway it. andy that's pretty and these cool. homies from the films have eyes hooked up with us and so thank we're, you yes we're excited about that thank you the films have eyes so you'll hear this monday i will post this of course on instagram and what i think how the contest the giveaway is going to give is the normal one right. tag people right tell us your favorite blah 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 we'll figure it out I'll, okay i'll talk to marty so uh right we're recording right now on a friday night i'll edit and post this by monday and uh we're gonna have uh details on instagram so if you're listening to this it's monday go to our instagram yes right? um that's what we want people to do uh the yes yeah, the uh where slash you underscore podcast yep at the films have eyes the films have eyes right and also at horror and hallmark for our friend jamie but the giveaway is going to be with us and the films have eyes and i'm excited andy i'm not gonna lie that sounds like fun really cool these guys are great these guys are funny yeah and uh it's uh i'm really excited to kind of kick this off well make sure you uh yeah like nick said check us out on instagram slash you underscore podcast we are also on facebook slash you podcast at on (laughs) facebook.com our website www.slashupodcast great job cleaning that up andy working on cleaning it up it's still a work in progress uh more to come on the website it's slow i have a full-time job so i do dedicate some time to the podcast website every now and then um, email us slash you podcast at gmail.com with any comments, questions, compliments, concerns. We take all of them. And yeah, this has been a, a great intro to I'm, season two. I'm glad to be back, Andy. Like I said, That's brother, I've pumped. missed you. I've yeah. missed you. And uh, I am glad that we're back on campus. Oh, man. I can't wait to keep watching these movies. Me too, brother. It's a blast. So until next week, class dismissed. <laughs> I love it. See you, Andy.